0: This is Outlandish Outcasts at OutlandishOutcasts.com. Welcome to Outlandish Outcasts. I'm your host, Al. With me, as always, my lovely assistant, Desiree. Okay, she's not my assistant. How are you doing tonight, Desiree? I was going to say,
1: I don't get paid for this shit.
0: (laughs) No, no.
1: But I'm here, and I'm I'm pretty, and not as in you're pretty. Mm. I'm actually pretty and smart.
0: You are smart. Very smart.
1: I felt like there was sarcasm. In not there. at
0: all. Not at all. They used
1: to tell me at work how pretty I was all the time. Yeah. I used to describe myself as Kelly Bundy, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not that pretty. Oh. Or I'm not that dumb.
0: I think the most interesting thing going on in my week was the blanket of white stuff we got outside. Overnight. Ew! Yeah.
1: I learned how to fix. Even though it didn't fix the snowblower, I learned about carburetors Yeah, and how when you blow through one end, you should hear air come through the other, and when air doesn't come through the other, that's a problem. There's a problem. It's a problem, Yeah, but it didn't fix it either. No. It's deeper problems.
0: Yep. Yeah. I have to find somebody to fix it.
1: My dad said L&M has a vibrator machine. When yeah. he said that, I almost busted out <laughs> laughing. And I'm like, keep it serious. Keep it serious.
0: Yeah. Not and the he says kind they of vibrator put the, your dad was talking about, I'm no, sure. No,
1: because that's the high-squealing pitch machine he was talking mm. about where it vibrates to fix the carburetors. Yeah. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> I bet Dr. Doctor, Doctor Johnson didn't make those.
0: <laughs> Funny.
1: Okay. Anyways.
0: Anyway, I am first this evening. I'm gonna warn you.
1: Oh, great!
0: This is kind of a sad story.
1: Alan, why do you always bring sad stories at the beginning?
0: Because I don't want to leave. Sad
1: should be in the middle. I don't
0: want to leave somebody with a sad story. Start
1: positive. So negative, and then you end with the positive. Yeah. If you have two negatives, you really need to rethink.
0: Well, I'm starting with a sad story. <sighs> Now, this story's from 2008. If I cry
1: again today, I swear to God.
0: Uh, again?
1: Your son also cried today, too. Why? Okay, so it's the day before we release our, our episode, so it's Veterans Day today. hmm Well, in class, they put out a video, and we watched the first half of it together, and I was kind of bawling. Okay. <laughs> but that's because of personal life mm-hmm. crap I've dealt with. Um, he wasn't bawling. He had to go back into class, mm-hmm. and he got done with class, and I was like, you finish watching that on your own, because mm-hmm. I couldn't take it anymore, and <laughs> he came into the kitchen when he was done bawling. Mom, <laughs> that was so sad, and I'm like, you thought that was sad? He goes, Yeah. Because the kids and their mom or dad came home and I'm like, "Oh my <laughs> god, I know I cried too. I was crying before. I couldn't watch the rest of it Funny. with you." A poor child.
0: Well, I'll try not to make you cry.
1: So, yeah.
0: The story is from 2008. So, it's not it didn't just happen. It's been, you know, 12 years since it happened. So,
1: I was trying to do the math, but I've had a little bit of wine. It's been a little yeah. bit of a stressful day.
0: Yeah. My story starts with Terry Coddle, who's 33 years old.
1: Coddle. That sounds familiar. Um, Maybe I'm thinking of coddling.
0: He shot himself in the head with a <gasps> shotgun.
1: <gasps> if you say on TV.
0: No, no. Um, that's about the last we're going to really talk too much. We're not going to talk, talk too so much about Terry. So you just wanted Terry. to say that. And just then... wanted to say that.
1: Oh, great. <laughs> great.
0: Terry was an organ donor. Okay. Sonny Graham
1: got wa- his liver
0: was having congestive heart failure his heart in 1995 he got a call that there was a heart available so he went and he got Terry's heart okay the transplant over the next few years he continued he continued to write Terry's family thanking them you know okay. for him being alive, you know, and able mm-hmm. to able to take the heart. Um after a couple of years of writing letters, Graham went and met his donor's widow, Cheryl Cottle, who at the time was twenty eight years old. He's 47, 49, My God, something like that. Did they fall in love? They did. They fell in love.
1: I, I so guessed that.
0: It was uh, you know, a beautiful love story. Um,
1: you have my husband's <laughs> heart. I love yeah. you. Uh,
0: Sonny said that he felt like he'd known her forever. I don't know if... Okay,
1: that's weird. ...that
0: those feelings came along with Terry's heart. It's or a not. Heart. It's a heart. It shouldn't. But it's, you know, it's the feeling he had.
1: Well, I, I could understand, like, the feeling of... Uh, I'm trying to think of the right word. Where you know this person loved that person, and surreal, maybe not surreal. Mm. There, I'm sure there were feelings of whatever word I'm trying to think of.
0: Yeah, I, I understand <laughs> what you're saying. I understand what you're do, saying.
1: Do you really? Yes,
0: I do. I do. So I kind of am questioning. It. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> You know, they happily got married between the two of them. They had six children, but n- none of their Holy own, but six children between the t- you know, their previous marriages. Were or whatever, any of them adults
1: when they got together? Yes, yes. Oh, okay, so there wasn't six kids in no, one house. No, there wasn't house.
0: six kids in one house. I would have no, went nuts. No. Um, some people thought that she was attracted to him because before they even started dating, he bought her a house. <laughs> So that might be a little little different, you know. Uh, Well, so he he was was thankful. Money. He was. He had. He had. They do say the first
1: time you marry, it's for love. The second time you marry, it's for money.
0: He he was wealthy, and he bought her bought her a house. And because he was thankful for you know the heart, it's one of the things he did when he was you know thankful. Wow. Um, about twelve years after the transplant, Sonny was found in a utility building with a shotgun shot through his head. Dying exactly the same way <gasps> that Terry did.
1: Oh my God! She did it. I, she did it.
0: There's no sus- I don't give a nobody shit. suspects her of doing it.
1: She did it.
0: But I thought it was crazy that
1: uh, he, oh, dinky. somebody
0: that, uh, according to his friends, he was happy go lucky, not the uh, type of person. Not that that can mean anything. I understand that Robin doesn't Williams mean anything. Robin comes
1: to mind. And
0: I understand that doesn't mean anything, but it definitely it was a shock to everybody in his life and personal
1: experience sometimes it really is a shock
0: yeah because i've
1: dealt with that where it's like what
0: yeah
1: and you have no idea you didn't even see it coming like no nothing
0: Mm -hmm. um since this happened in 2008 um uh, uh cheryl has not spoken to the press about it, but she wants her privacy, I'm sure. Mm, I'm not saying anything happened. mm, Uh, The the article I have doesn't imply anything happened. I just thought it was really weird that that both husbands died in the same manner, the same style of gun, the same... just thought it was really weird. She did it. So I know, kind of a sad story to start off with. Kind of pointing the finger at somebody, and I'm not
1: one to point the finger, but sometimes... You have to point the finger. Sometimes. Sometimes. And this is one of them. And I've I've lived through enough to kind of go, you know, but. Yeah. Um, but.
0: Yeah. Who knows?
1: I just realized I don't have my cheaters. Uh-oh. I know. Now I'm going to have to struggle through this. So, everybody, bear with me. I'm not going to be able to read <laughs> what's new. And I don't have a nice little light either. Okay. My first story actually has to do, uh, it goes back to 1930s. 1930s. And it has to do with something that looks like a Hellraiser nightmare. Okay. So we all know Pinhead, Mm -hmm. I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know who Pinhead is, Google it real quick. Yep. Okay. So um, Max Factor Maximilian Factorwitz is from Poland.
0: Okay. That's quite a name. He was born in
1: 1872. So this was... A while ago, but in 1909, he started selling everyday cosmetics
0: oh. for
1: women. Um, he was known as the Beauty Collaborator, and it was a device designed in the 1930s by by him to help identify areas of a person's face which needed to have their appearance reduced or enhanced by makeup. Okay. Okay. So, with this said, um, he experiments or his experiments helped him break into a film business, Hollywood, mm-hmm. um, with the makeup design specifically for screen without the caking or the cracking of traditional theatrical grease paint. Okay. Um, and he is the creator of the term makeup Really? Yep. Well, that's kind of cool. I thought that was kind of cool, too. I'm like, hmm, how'd that term come about? Uh, But this creation he had was the Beauty Micrometer. Um, There was another name for it. I'm going to come across it, I'm sure, somewhere in here. Uh, It was an intimidating metal contraption that could produce precisely measure the contours of a woman's face and so i'm gonna blame him for the reason of 36 26 36 um did i get the measurements right i have no idea i have no idea because i've never been 36 26 36 if anything i've been 28 18 46 (laughs) (laughs) i'm a pear shape (laughs) anyways um so this contraption he made, it more or less was to measure the face. Uh, apparently, your forehead's supposed to be, oh my God, I just ran my hand down my face and my nose peeks out just a little bit past my forehead. Okay. Your, your nose is supposed to be as, you're a guy. <laughs> so? I'm a girl. Yeah. So your nose is supposed to be just as level as your forehead. Mm. Still trying. That seems weird. It does seem weird. Um, but anyways, this contraption he has invented, it was to measure even like the distance between, apparently your eyes, the distance, the length of your eyes is Mm -hmm. supposed to be in between your eyes, the same length. So it's supposed to be like one exact eye Okay. and the contraption actually measured, um, to see if it was that. And it was extremely precise. So when you started
0: the story talking about pinhead, this contraption is obviously like a bunch of pins measuring things on your face. That's what it seems like.
1: Pinhead that I that caught my attention on it. It was the actual look of it. I was like, oh Mm. that looks like some medieval stuff. And I looked at it and then I'm like, this is for makeup? How? (laughs) How is this even for makeup? And then I found out it was the measurement. So okay. in my mind, I'm like, this guy is the reason why so many women have self-esteem issues.
0: Yeah, probably. Probably has a lot to do so, with it.
1: but um, precision of a thousandth, thousandth of an inch.
0: Holy cow.
1: So I don't know if you can see it in the little pictures I printed off, but if you go to the link that's going to be posted...
0: That is crazy.
1: You can see... The little contraption I that mean, I, goes over somebody's head.
0: It reminds me, looking at it, it reminds me of, like, old school Brace's headgear. Like, obviously, it's t- this is touching her face, but, like, the like, old school, like, headgear. Yeah, where they'd have an tr- actual thing over their whole head. Like, like.
1: Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, exactly. And the exactly. little kid with his dad, who's the dentist. Exactly. Where, when Charlie was a little kid. Yeah. I could see that. I see... Pin had a little bit better. No, yeah, yeah. Because apparently, like these things, they go right under your eyes, and I was like, I don't, I don't understand this. That's crazy. But it's the measurements of your face. Just
0: to get a, to get an accurate measurement of your face to tell you how how not, you should how not perfect to you wear
1: mer- wear your makeup. Yeah. Yeah. How perfect you are not. Not. Yes. So, so we can sell more makeup to you. You're not perfect,
0: but I have a solution. I sell makeup.
1: So. <laughs> Here you go. There was the start yep. of women's insecurities. That right is the guy we there. should all blame. Thanks, Max <laughs> Factor. So, um, but yeah, you can actually go to the Hollywood Entertainment Museum, okay. and you can see the contraption there. That, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever want to put it on. Be like, I know I have high cheekbones. <laughs> My eyes now, mmm, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I know I'm not perfect.
0: Nobody's perfect.
1: Nobody's perfect. This is why I tell the kids all the time: nobody's perfect. So why do we have to practice? Because practice makes perfect. <laughs> but nobody's perfect, Mom. <laughs> Shut up. You're disproving what I'm telling you to do right now. Yeah. Practice, because practice makes perfect. Yeah. Even though there's always room for improvement.
0: Sounds like our kids.
1: They like to argue with me. I hate it. <laughs> I'm just right. Deal with it. Do what I say. Done. Yep. Don't do what I do. <laughs>
0: My next story.
1: Your next story? My next story. It better not be sad.
0: This isn't sad at all. Better not. If you are planning a trip.
1: Ah, uh, sad. Okay. You have to cancel it.
0: All right. Well, if you are planning a trip to the garden island of Kauai in Hawaii.
1: Kauai in Kauai Kauai Hawaii. Kauai Hawaii. Hawaii, Kauai. Say that 10 times fast. They rest. have something
0: really cool you can experience there on your vacation. And they have a lot of really, they have a lot of really cool things in Hawaii obviously but they've started a new program in uh, on the island of Kauai where if What's
1: you, on Kauai?
0: Um well it's kind of it's known as the Garden Island so it's flowers. really green and lush a lot of flowers Tropical, things like that yeah. there
1: Yes, or waterfalls.
0: The other thing that they have on this island is a animal shelter. Okay. And you can check out a dog for a day.
1: <laughs> you can check out a dog Friday. yeah it they're
0: they um their shelter dogs are allowed to go on field trips with vacationers who are there vacation what
1: happens if you forget to return the dog well
0: that wouldn't be any good i don't know same thing that happens if you forget to return your rental car i guess i don't know <laughs>
1: Or a book i was thinking library and books
0: no i wasn't i mean it's the dog I mean, if you forget to return the dog, these are shelter animals. They're looking for homes. You said check out. You
1: don't check out a rental car. You rent it. Yeah. You said check out a dog.
0: Well, yes, you can check out a dog.
1: So I was thinking. If
0: you don't bring it back, these are shelter dogs looking for homes. They'd probably be happy.
1: They probably want.
0: (laughs) They want some. They want some money. I'm sure, but most people that work in these shelters, even though they obviously need to make run a business, their main concern is finding homes for these animals.
1: And the odds of that. Not happening because they have to get the dog on a plane is not likely to happen. But I just wanted to to see what you would say.
0: (laughs) The main goal of the program is for visitors to enjoy a natural beauty of the garden island and to get your dog fixed by taking along one of the sheltered (laughs) animals on an adventure. Uh, You can take it to any dog friendly beach or hiking trail. Um, Most beaches there do allow dogs unless they are. county-maintained beaches or parks so Hmm. i just thought it was a really cool idea to get dogs who are you know i've been to shelters we've been to shelters Mm -hmm. and you you always feel so bad they're
1: well the cats especially i will never get a cat again but the cats are in the cage and their little paws are coming out and they're like, come get me, come get me. And it's like, I'm not scooping a litter box. No, don't look at me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I, I, I kind of thought, thought, saw this as kind of a win-win. You know, if you are a dog person and you like walking a dog and this is great hiking trails and stuff like that all over the island, you can get a dog and take it for a walk. And I'd the be dog asking gets the an people before we
1: landed and they were telling you that you can go adopt a dog. I'd be like, so what dangerous animal is? are we going to possibly come across on the hiking trail? <laughs> 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 is this why it's probably a good idea to adopt a dog Maybe. for the day? Maybe. I don't know.
0: But I just thought it was really cool, like I said, for the people and for the dogs. The dogs get a chance to get out, run around and yes. be, you know, be... Owned for at least a day by somebody.
1: Aww, that's only on a vacation. day. That's kinda sad. It is
0: sad, but See, at least they're getting old a little bit. Bring these sad these are it's not a sad story. Is this is a happy it,
1: story. I don't think you would like it if you were only adopted for a day. Some
0: days I'd like to get rid of her. <laughs>
1: what? Is he we love you? Yeah. Yes we do. Okay, that was my I talked to my dog like she's a baby. <laughs> So, my second story is... So, have you ever heard about little fish hiding in jellyfish? No. Neither have I. So, fish spotted stuck inside jellyfish. Regrets everything. It's off of one of my favorite Facebook pages. Okay. I fucking love science. Mm. So... Ocean photographer Tim Samuel and videographer Franny Plunridge, even though there's no videos, it's only pictures, mm-hmm. uh, they had spotted a peculiar pair just off of Byron Bay on the eastern coast of Australia Australia around December. I think this was in 2016. might have been 18 or 19. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's on the thing. I didn't print it all off. Uh, despite the "oh shit" expression on the face, the fish's face, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's <laughs> unlikely the jellyfish actually tried to eat the fish. Um, it's been documented before that small fish can actually use jellyfish jellies um, to hide in in case. Weird. Uh huh. The fish, the fish was alive and well, um, even flicking its caudal fin the tail fin, okay, um, out the back of the jellyfish. And then Samuel said that I was pretty fascinated by how the fish controlled the jellyfish's movement, propelling it forward and often spinning in circles. Hmm. So, so the
0: fish was kind of in control of the jellyfish. Well, that's crazy. Well,
1: you kind of have to think about it. Like when you watch jellyfish yeah, movement, the they're kind of in one motion. Yeah and actually the picture of the fish if you go to the page you can see the fish is a little bit it's not bigger than the jellyfish but kind of is oh wow bigger it's like than the jellyfish that's
0: bigger than i was expecting i think
1: uh-huh. and the only reason why they saw the jellyfish is because it was extremely clear water that day mm-hmm. otherwise you probably wouldn't catch it plus it's a little little it looks like a Goldfish, yeah, but it, it's not a goldfish. It
0: almost looks like the fish is wearing the jellyfish.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. Um, but because it was a clear day out, they were able to catch this moment. So mm-hmm. normally this isn't something you would see. And, um, it was mentioned that they were thinking about freeing the fish from the jellyfish but they said and they followed it for a while actually mm-hmm. about 20 minutes but they said they just were gonna let nature take its course hmm. cool. so I thought that was kind of cool I saw that and I'm like ooh
0: that is, that really is weird that is like
1: it's weird I would love like to see something kind of like I that I love, love to see like something like that
0: nature just being weird and
1: well it's almost like when I was a little girl it's probably about three or four I know I was that little because we lived in the trailer house. Mm-hmm. I always mark the trailer house as I know I was under this age because mm-hmm. I lived here. Um, a snake. We were getting out of our vehicle, our car. Okay. And you had to walk at least 30 feet to get to the front door of the trailer house because we lived in the middle of nowhere. It wasn't a trailer park or anything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, But a snake, all you could see were two frog legs sticking out of the mouth. Oh my gosh. And my mom's like, (laughs) My mom's having dinner. "Mm -hmm." And my mom, the nature freak that she is, she's like, Oh my God, girls, girls, look, look. And the snake's just like sitting there. And it's a gardener snake on Mm -hmm. top of it. She's just, and it's just sitting there like, I'm not moving. Maybe they won't notice (laughs) me. But I remember getting out of there and I'm like, What is it? doing and she's like it's eating the, it's eating the frog this is nature at its finest it was better than the whole what was that pbs uh the nature show and half the time it was like another boar was humping another boar a water ox was humping a water ox and it's like what are they doing and she's like they're making noise <laughs> i'm like i'm eight i don't understand funny yeah
0: oh yeah that's hilarious that is hilarious.
1: That is my mother.
0: Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> sure. My final story.
1: Don, don, don. Is it sad again?
0: No, this one's funny.
1: Really, because but the last one you said wasn't sad, and it kind of really was.
0: It's funny, but the first few seconds could. It, it's a. It's about a subject the world is. It, it, the part, not about a subject, this has to do I with restrictions. I wish everybody could see
1: this head tilt here. Like, where are you going with this, Alan? This has, has to do Alan? with,
0: with a, a country in Europe mm-hmm. and they're, what they're doing and what they've done um, for coronavirus and keeping people distanced.
1: This better so not get political. This isn't
0: getting political at all. This is a okay. very funny story.
1: Oh, funny. 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 I like funny. Funny. Okay. I can handle um, funny. This is
0: from the Czech Republic. <laughs>
1: The Czech Republic, that doesn't sound political at all. I'm Don't just kidding. Don't make fun it's a country- of,
0: my an- <laughs> of my heritage. Like, <laughs> this is where a quarter of me is from.
1: <laughs> what? We can't be together anymore. Well,
0: we are. Anyway, in Kids, the Czech Republic. In the y- Czech Republic.
1: No, oh my God. They're going to come running down here now. to Czech Republic.
0: <laughs> in the Czech Republic right now, you can't. I'm Polish for God's sake. You sakes. can't leave. You can't leave your house and be in public after 9 p.m. That's what their federal government has decided right now to try to slow down the virus. Um, One of the few reasons you can leave your house, obviously, if you have to go to work or stuff like that, you just can't be out for pleasure. There's a
1: curfew. There's a curfew. It's a a 9 o'clock curfew. curfew.
0: The only reason you're allowed to be out after 9 o'clock kind of for pleasure is if you're walking your dog.
1: You or if you are a nurse and you're coming well, home yes, from the night shift,
0: but you are allowed to be out walking your dog. It's one of the pleasure things you can do after Watching 9 p.m. Watching them take a poop. Yes, you are you are totally allowed to do that. So, um last week uh, a video and some images went viral.
1: Somebody walking an invisible dog. Um not quite. Okay. That's um, what was going through my head like I'm going to get an this man invisible dog. Living
0: in South Bohemia. In K. the Czech Republic, I will not pronounce his name because I can't even understand this order of letters.
1: About 16 letters long? Yeah. yeah. It's things things or, or every every is letter's
0: long. got a little squiggly or a V or something over the top of it. I, yeah, I can't, squiggly I can't, over pr- my name. I can't pronounce it anyway. Anyway, um, local police saw him walking something.
1: <laughs> a skunk.
0: Uh, they walked up to him, got a little closer, and what they found was looked like a stuffed animal.
1: See? Invisible dog. You just can't see it.
0: He told the police, I'm walking my dog here. I'm not doing anything illegal. Um, the police officers didn't think it was all that funny. It doesn't even look that real. It's It's got wheels on the bottom. <laughs> he was just kind of pulling it along. <laughs>
1: the hell. It's almost like a dog with straps to a sled that reminds me of the sleds with the metal straps yeah. on the bottle yeah. of them, like a toboggan or something. Yeah. That's crazy. But he decided
0: to take that out and pretend he was walking his dog so he could go for a walk. Because the police didn't think it was very funny, but in the end, they did let him, let him go with a warning, and as long as he went straight home and didn't... Uh, Continue to stay out. That's past crazy. Curfew. See, but, like looking at this, I just thought this is hilarious to look at and think, who would put that together and think, oh, well, this will be fine. I'll never get caught. I'm gonna go for a walk.
1: From a distance, you might be okay.
0: You might be from a distance. Sorry, you said it and it popped. Wow,
1: in my head. <laughs> oh, Bette Miller fan <laughs> much? Not
0: really, but you know. Anyway, short little sweet, short sweet little story. I just thought it was funny and. And I'm not sure. Maybe the guy was doing it to get caught, doing it as I a prank highly to have doubt fun. It.
1: I mean, okay, there's a curfew. You don't own a pet. The only way you can go out after a curfew mm-hmm. is if you have a pet. Yeah. And not like a cat because you have litter boxes for yeah, the Yeah, no, cat. it's
0: got to be it's something that's got to be walked.
1: You know somebody's going to want to go out. If it's a nice night, nice for night, God's yeah. sakes, you're going to want be like, that, I'm going to go take pictures of the stars I'll go look at the I stars. Be, uh,
0: I will be posting some links to uh, pictures and video um, that went viral this week from this,
1: that's funny. this guy's dog walk. The dog walk. Last week was a cake walk. This week, yes. n- not so much. Not so much. So, my last story is about uh, the Hoya Bezaidu Forest.
0: Hoya Bezaidu Forest? Yeah. Okay.
1: It's in Napoca, it. Romania.
0: Okay. Romania is the only word I understood.
1: And forest.
0: I guess forest, yes.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, apparently, it's like the Bermuda Tri- Triangle, but of Romania. Okay. That's what people call it. Bermuda Triangle of of Romania. See, and I didn't really look at any stories because it's paranormal or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Because there was one thing I read and I went, that doesn't make sense. So if it really was that, they have trails that you could walk through. Okay. Okay. So, um, if you want to go visit Romania, this is a place you might want to go look. I mean, some of the pictures that we have, they or that are on this site, they look a little creepy.
0: Oh, that's a creepy woods.
1: Uh huh. That um, is like. It's because trees are woods. kind of. They're. Con- torsionating themselves they're They're bent bent this way they're bent that way almost like an avalanche had went through yeah and then they grew bigger and stuck in those forms and then it the snow finally melted after Mm. 25 years of sitting on top of them or something i have no idea that Um, one
0: looks like there's he's somebody standing on his head with her legs (laughs) spread
1: (laughs) (laughs) um so given it's eerie atmosphere though it it's no wonder that the forest is said to be one of the most haunted forests in the world. Hmm. So uh, according to local legend, ghosts and spirits lurk among the crooked trees. One tale, tales, one tale tells <laughs> of young girl who disappeared into the forest only to reappear 5 years later unable to remember where she had been holy cow so it reminds me of uh, not rumple stiltskin who's the dude that fell under the tr- fell asleep under the tree for 100 years i don't remember uh uh that dude okay not rumple stiltskin he was the baby stealer hmm. um it's going to drive me insane now i have no idea okay so anyways um Another legend speaks of shepherd who, along with his sheep, vanished within the woods. And with most places associated with the supernatural, there's also rumors of alien encounters.
0: Okay. So. You think the guy? You don't think the guy just wanted to run off with his sheep because he loved his sheep? Do you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
1: I have no idea. Okay. Um. So the for- forest has so much more to offer than just the dark thrills. It's perfectly pleasant, (laughs) uh, recreation area. Looks like a fun place
0: for a picnic. Not really.
1: Not really. Not really. Um, letting locals and visitors take a break from the urban, um, area Mm -hmm. where hiking and biking paths that wind through the unusual trees and the woods. um,
0: there's lots of attractions. You go hiking, biking. You can run away but from scary it's noises s- behind you that you can. such a haunted
1: <laughs> area? I don't I don't understand. Maybe it's only haunted at n- night or Maybe. something. I Maybe. mean, I get the it, creepiness. It looks It looks really creepy. creepy. It does. Even in the daylight there's one where it's kind of pretty um I know on the pictures I printed off, it's not black and white, but mm. this was all green okay. and it was pretty looking. Yeah. But it's I could see the eeriness to it. And I'm like, why would you go look like go walking through it, especially if they're calling it the Bermuda Triangle? Yeah,
0: that's a little weird.
1: So weird. That is weird. Weird. But it was pretty. So if you ever go to Romania. Yeah, if you go
0: to Romania, if you go check check it out, if you want to take a chance of never coming back.
1: (laughs) Just stay on the trail. Yeah. It's like Dorothy. Just stay on the trail. Follow the yellow brick road. Follow the yellow brick road. Eventually it'll get you back to Kansas.
0: Yeah. From Romania, I don't think that's going to work.
1: It could happen. (laughs) It could happen.
0: Yeah. I suppose.
1: (laughs) You kind of rolled your eyes. I know. I I saw it. I I I saw it. I didn't like it. I didn't (laughs) like it at all.
0: Well, if you would like me to roll my eyes more, you can send yeah, send us an email.
1: <laughs> they don't even get to see you roll your eyes, so why would they even know? I will take a know? video
0: of me rolling my eyes and put it on the website. I will Not totally really.
1: take that video. <laughs> if you really. want to see Al roll his eyes, send us an email. my eye roll is way better.
0: Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Send us it an email is. to outcasts at gmail.com.
1: Otherwise, come to Facebook at Outlandish Outcast Podcast and leave a comment. Follow us there and definitely share anything and everything that we post.
0: Yes. You can also find us on Twitter at Outlandish Casts.
1: Or Instagram. Come live our, our little posts we have or follow us there at Outlandish Outcast Podcasts.
0: Or leave a rating or review in whatever application you're listening to the show on right now.
1: And always remember, tell everybody how Desi is funny. Yes,
0: Desi is funny. Alan is not. That's okay.
1: That's right. That is right. Yes. You're you're the Debbie Downer.
0: Desi needs people to tell her funny. Alan already knows.
1: Know. No. No. <laughs> no. No. I yeah. am funny. Okay. I am funny. Okay. I'm the funny one.
0: You're the funny one. Sounds good.
1: I just don't believe you saying that
0: she wins she's funny (laughs) have a good week everybody
1: bye